with a little bit of passion and putting time into your craft, everything can change. Mm. And I think one year, everything could change. Stay on your grind every day for a year. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can have anything you want. Right. Anything. It's just consistency. Mm-hmm. You don't even, you don't got to even work as hard as people think. You got to just put that work in. You got to do something. It can't be no days when you sleep all day. You can't let no, you can't let nobody, if you a female, you can't let a dude stress you out. You can't have a female stressing you out. You got to understand that you got to invest that time into your life. Yeah. And right now, it don't really matter. The future is what really matters. Oh, we back to work. We are back to work. Y'all see the title of the show. Y'all see the show run at the bottom, identifying your demons. We back to work, man. You heard the motivation by Larry June. You got to put in the work. I remember talking to my boy Troy all the time. He said, we got to be consistent. We got to be consistent. I'm the one that don't like consistency. I like doing things on my own time. But at that time, I don't think that I value time as much as I should have. And I had to weigh my options with my time and life and and certain things. Because what's more important with my time and what's less important with my time? Put the work in. Stay consistent Identify your demons We getting to work man I got a lot of topics of discussion I got a person I'm going to call He want to touch bases on a topic That I think is very interesting It's a topic of Snitching and informants and, and, And People having constructive Criticism about one another When it comes to that topic And we're going to talk about um, <laughs> Don Lemon getting fired. We're going to talk about other things that was going on besides the fight, the playoffs. We got to talk about that, man. And um, I got some good songs of the week. I want to talk about artificial intelligence replacing humans also. And a book. Y'all know I haven't did a review on a book on the podcast in a while. I got a dope book, man, that's. It's basically about health and the power of health and the power of being knowledgeable about health. Let's get to work, though, man. Let's get to work, man. It's the Trevor Jackson podcast. We working, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I want to say, like, I made a post in the Facebook group and on the YouTube channel and Instagram about it's been three years since I've been recording podcasts. I started um, April. What's today's date? April the 28th, yesterday, three years ago, during the COVID situation. Like, April was when COVID really got cranked up and we knew we was going to be in the house and I had to find a way to stay active, stay creative and stay doing my thing. And that's when uh, the interview started with hip hop artists. The two brothers podcast, me and Troy got started working. Beautiful thing. Beautiful 
episodes, man. And if y'all don't, y'all need to go back and listen to some of them episodes because I still talk about some of the things from those previous episodes today. The Jackson Boys, man, easy. Jack, you know what I mean? We was handling business, talking sports and hip hop on that show, man. But this is the third year, man. And I'm actually happy of the direction that the channel is going. I know I don't do those other shows no more and I miss doing those shows, but I'm happy about the elevation of my individual show. Time is everything. Like I was saying in in the beginning of the podcast with the motivational segment or whatever, time is everything. And sometimes in life, you got to weigh out your options of what you need to be doing or what you're most interested in and what you need to be giving your time to real talk. But we're going we're gonna to start the podcast off with the reason I titled the podcast Identifying Your Demons. I heard something. We're going we're gonna to stay in the, the hip-hop realm at the beginning of the podcast. Then we're going to switch it up. But first, I want to talk about, uh, what's her name? Angie Martinez. Angie Martinez. She, she has a show where she talks to a lot of guests about personal things. And, and they be getting in their feelings a lot. In real life, I think that's the name of her show. In real life, with Angie Martinez, and she had like uh, Nipsey Hussle's widow. Now, Lauren London on the show. I covered some of the things that were said during that interview. She has a lot of female females on her show that says a lot of interesting things. And on this episode, she had the one of the dopest creators in the game to me. No matter if it's male or female, Tiana Taylor. And she was talking about identifying your demons and knowing your demons and what demons are to her. And, and you know what I mean? Just a very interesting conversation. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes when I just be getting stuck, I'll be like, damn, I'm really even just sitting here and just like talking about life. You know, you, when you talk about life, you start to think back to different times and, you know, to think about a lot of people that have been defeated by their demons you know what i'm saying because you got people that are defeated and you got people that defeat and i've been lucky enough to be able to defeat rather than be defeated you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. with all the distractions and the, all the things that the enemy um try and throw your way during your faith walk so just to even think about that like just how many times god has shielded me mm. You know, um, protecting me because he knew that he was preparing me for something. So don't go fucking up your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> with the out of off of impulse. You know what I'm saying? And and temporary anger. Don't go making no permanent decisions uh, with temporary anger and temporary feelings and you know temporary thoughts or because that's that's the enemy. That's- The reason that was intriguing to me is because like I've dealt with things in my life. I've had fights in my life of things that had a hold of me. Health is one of those things that I still fight to this day. That's a demon to me. I need to Google what the definition of a demon is while we having this conversation. Because like if you're broke she was she was talking about temporary how things are temporary and we need to know that because nothing is forever your you being broke ain't forever you being fat ain't going to be forever if 
you are fighting for a better day and a better way. It's temporary. So when I'm in the presence of people and I think about the energy and um, that they're exuding, the energy that they're exuding, is it an angelic energy or is it a demonic energy? What energy are you exuding at the moment for me to stay in your presence? So turn the vibes up because I like that. I'm Googling what a, a demon is. Define a demon. Okay. An evil spirit or devil, especially one thought to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. So hell is a place. That could be a state of being that you're in at the moment. That could be hell. Possess a person. Whatever got a hold on you, try to leave it alone. You're possessed by it. A lot of folks ain't gonna want to hear this conversation. If you don't want to hear this this right now, turn it off. You know what I'm saying? And, and wait till next week. But you could be possessed by a, a sex demon. You're addicted to sex or whatever, and you're masturbating and you're and you're uh, horny all the time for uh, just a feeling. It ain't even the person that you're attracted to It's the feeling that has a hold on you That you're possessed by You could be possessed by marijuana That was a demon at one point in time for me Some people be like Trev you taking it too far Marijuana is good for you It's healthy they got CBD Nah you possessed dog My opinion Because we wasn't brought here to need nothing We don't need anything Nothing is a necessity we came here alone and we're going to die alone. Real talk. But to live a whole life. That's, this, this is what I'm speaking on. Whole. A whole fulfilled life. You need to identify what has you possessed and what has you attracted to it and what has a hold on you. So you can remove it to be whole and live a full life. It's things that, you know what I mean? I'm talking about this. And I'm passionate about it because it's things that has a hold on me. But you know what I mean? I'm identifying it. Let me quit hitting the mic. I'm identifying that demon, man. And I'm removing it out of my life. Now, before I call the caller, I'm standing in the hip hop realm. Before I call the caller, last episode, I was talking about where did verses go? Like, who was the last verses? We don't see verses that much no more. And, uh, one of the people who was a creator of verses, Swiss Beats, he's been making his rounds lately. I guess he's promoting his album. His album is fire to me. Super fire. After I talk about him and before I call my guests, I'm going to play my song of the week and it's off of his album. But I was wondering where verses was at because verses had the, cult, the culture possessed. <laughs> it had us captivated and we couldn't. Like, stop watching it, man. Even the bad ones we was watching. The Bone Thugs and the Triple Sixes, the Gucci and the Jeezy, the uh, Dipset, the Locks, man. We had a whole bunch of them, and it's still more that need to be had. But he's making his rounds right now, and he spoke about where they're at with Versus. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what happened with, with Versus? I, I know one time, you know, Versus was, everybody was all in with you and Swizz and, and uh, you and Tim. And then... 
You said stop effing with verses because it was a problem with Trilla. So, so I what, never said stop effing with verses. That was the feeling. <laughs> so, so what happened with uh with verses and Trilla, and has everything worked out now? And are we gonna start getting some more verses back? We definitely gonna get verses back. You know, we're in a we're in a great space. I actually like that we took a time out. Um, it was getting wild. I'm not gonna lie. You know, like it was it was it was becoming crazy. Um, but this time when we coming back, we're gonna give you a full calendar, bigger verses. Well, I, I don't like the word bigger verses, but just still unique verses that that the people want to see that they probably thought they wasn't going to get. And so my thing is like with me and Tim is like I rather us take our time and come back like with a with a with an amazing schedule that people going to go crazy and y'all to see this very soon. And then also with new management like with a whole new like take it serious, you know, like this started out in our basements. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we turned into BT mm-hmm. like overnight. So mm-hmm. we had to take time out to be like, listen, we we have something special here. Like let's treat it like that and then also let's show the artists how to treat it like that you know what I'm saying showing up late like how I did today <laughs> you know what I'm saying but treat it like how you treating those other shows that's that you're not getting nothing from technically you know in life like sometimes you gotta take a a step back to take a couple of steps forward if you want to take a couple of steps forward, sometimes take a step back and, and think and uh, be appreciative of what you have so you don't completely lose it. Versus is a beautiful thing, but like he said, some of the artists wasn't taking it seriously. Some of the artists showing up late. Like they were saying, Busy Bone showed up late. You got people fighting and acting crazy and talking crazy. You got to be appreciative of the platforms that let you display your talent on on them artists to do a versus and they streams that go up 700 to a thousand percent so they making money they getting paid to do the verses then they making money off of their streams you got to treat the platform like you appreciate it man and he taking a step back people are missing something that they had i'm one of those people i'm we had it and you removed it from us and now we want it back we want it back. So I commend Swiss. I like what he was saying on that or whatever. And I think his album is fire. And my song of the week is coming off of his album with Jay Electronica. Blessings from above. I was born in the capital steps at the Million Man March. I was born with a timing device that'll drill through man's heart. I was formed in a fiery furnace. No Shadrach, no Meshach. Just me, a bad Negro. Bloody swore with my sheep that. I come through clutch, my fucks done ran out Staring at haters like Vader at Luke with his hand out My eyes is fiery, my ways like lambs wool Bitches is on my line from Belgrade to Istanbul This 
starting to crest is the flag I'm draped in. Niggas ain't want no smoke, so I gave them a vape pen. I did an album with whole flames, let all they hate men. So I fell back three years, like, go ahead, be great now. I popped out with Fly God, I popped out on Donda. I popped out with Rust and Vic Mensa, then I'm. I popped up at Spades and I popped up at Vandals. And my sister keep asking why I got blocked by Solana. It's J Electronica, the legend continues. Like CIA officers and agents in the nation, I might. Jackson Podcast. J Electronica was spitting on that dog. Spitting on that dog. Real talk, like he did an album with Hove. Like who who does that? Like we don't we ever heard much of J Electronica. And he did a whole complete body of work with Hove. Like who is this man? Who is this guy? I know those bars was impeccable on that verse or whatever and that flow, and I appreciated that. But um, we're going to switch up and go into a different topic. And we're going to keep the flow going in the hip-hop direction, man. This is a topic that we talk about a lot on the show. We talk about snitching, people becoming informants, telling, and all that old type of stuff, man. But this time it's artists that work together, previously friends. They helped each other. And I'm going to just go ahead and give it. It's, it's Lil Boosie and T.I., man. To me, that conversation he had with Vlad earlier on in the year, or I think it might have been late last year, about T.I. being a snitch, I feel like he overreacted. And I feel like T.I. shouldn't have said what he said on that platform when he said what he said about telling on his dead cousin. I feel like sometimes people need to shut up. They was talking too much. That was unnecessary. But he came back to say something about the statement that he made just yesterday. And I don't like when brothers be doing this, but it is what it is, man. And. This snitching stuff, it, it need to be a whole conversation about about this, like a real conversation, because I'm tired of talking about it. I'm actually getting tired of it. I'm a dude that's from the street, but I'm so far removed from the street life that I don't care no more. And, 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 and 99% of the world don't care no more. The streets ain't as big as people think, think they are. When you're young and you're from there, though, that's all you know. The streets are huge But once you remove yourself from that lifestyle It's it's Foolishness to keep Indulging in that behavior First of all you know like We gotta We gotta We got kids who love each other though You know and uh First you went agreeing we, we, we was going back and forth And you know uh He spoke how he felt I spoke how I felt And uh and he failed me and I failed him. And uh, you know, I gave him an apology. You know, you I apologize. Gave, yeah, I gave him an apology, you know, because after we kept going back and forth, you know, like, you know, the things he was doing for me in my life at the time, you know, I I I I kind of felt bad. Mm. I kind of felt bad. He was, you know. He was doing some real shit, helping me in a lot of ways. But uh, I still told him I stand on what I stand on. 
And uh, when he explained it to me, uh, we got by it, man. Uh, tip when tip tip was like I like I said, like you said, it was a form em- embellishment, bro. Like you know, uh, just seeing what the world's gonna say. So you know, uh, we got by, you know, like <laughs> like boss is supposed to get by. We ain't let the we ain't let the internet. We ain't let none of that bring us out of bring us out of carrots. The Trevor Jackson podcast. What's going on, fam? What's good, my good brother, man? I just I just played the video of the conversation that uh, I, I wanted us to have or whatever, the the Bootsy apologizing to T.I., fam. And, and man, you had kind of talked about it earlier, but it, it, it's interesting that he he doing what he doing. He, he backtracking on his statement or whatever, though, man. On the phone right now, y'all checking out the podcast, I got my boy Mike McBath. Y'all got to stream his music, go check his music out. We're going to get into the music promotion and talk more about what he's doing creatively. But I want to know your perspective, fam, on that on that topic. Yeah, I like both. Yeah, actually, I like both of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I like it. I love it when any black man makes money, you know, um, and succeed in their, in their uh, perspective field. Mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes Bootsy will speak without thinking. Uh, and which we all we all can be criticized for that, you know. Yeah. I think sometimes the camera get them a little hype, uh, <laughs> but that's that, that's that's just Bootsy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But yeah, but I think Bootsy and Ti had a conversation and they came to an understanding and agreement. Mm-hmm. You know the way I looked at it because you know um, I, I can see where Bootsy was coming from yeah. i can see it in two ways i can see where he was coming from about you know hey you don't snitch on somebody if you're doing a crime with him i can see it from that perspective mm-hmm. and then i can also see him doing it um because the amount of backlash that was you know placed upon him you know because they had that joint album yeah, they, they're working on a project together and then now you got people talking about that i condone this foolishness that you spewing on other people's platforms yeah yeah, yeah. And I think Bootsy went, he, he had to speak about it. And Bootsy felt like, I mean, anytime somebody's money involved, mm-hmm. they'd <laughs> be gonna, passionate about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going you're gonna to be passionate about it. You're not really going to think. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, as, as time progressed, Bootsy really got to think about it. To me, I looked at it the same way as the Biggie and D-Rock situation. Mm. You know, D-Rock was alive to tell Biggie, hey, you know, basically anybody that shows, anybody that loves you mm-hmm. and care about you will probably tell you, hey, look, man, if it's going to put you in a better position and I know you're going to look out for my family, mm-hmm. why not do it? Because if if, if I was T.I.'s cousin and I knew that this man was going to take care of my family long after I'm here, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't have no problem with it. You I the, mean, yeah, you the what, future. What, 
Yeah, what what man would have a problem with it? You want do you want this man to sit here and be solid while your kids starve and struggle? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it, it's backwards to me, you yeah. know. <laughs> What's yeah. more important, you know, your image or your, or your children? To be mm-hmm. honest, the image image is nothing nowadays. Yeah, it used to mean yeah. something, uh, but now image is nothing. So yeah. it's more about taking care of the ones that you love making sure that they can eat for the rest of their life. Yeah, the future. The, 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 it's, it's more things to be that you got to be responsible about than how I look to, exactly. to other individuals. Right, because you hear a lot of people say, I laid my life down for my for my loved one. Mm-hmm. Well, there is your situation. Do, so you mean to tell yeah, me? Do you, it. You, you, yeah, do it. Action speak louder than words. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't need to be said. You just got to do it. So... I, I kind of agree with that, though. I like that. You gave it a different perspective than I ever heard anybody give. I never heard nobody give it that perspective of I. you got to go ahead and do it and free yourself and remove yourself from this situation because you are the breadwinner. You are the person that's going to look out for our whole family. When in our reality, yeah. what T.I. did was snitching, but what is like the street rules are over with nowadays like that. It, the street, yeah, that don't exist no more. I see it like this: you know, you on your deathbed, mm-hmm. and you got an option to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna take these charges so my kids can live free, or I'm gonna be this OG gangster." And I'm gonna tell you right now: being an OG gangster, the world is not gonna take care of your kids. That's I true. mean, to think about it, all the ones who who we looked up to. Celebrity wise, who we thought like Biggie, I love Biggie. Yeah, nobody his 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 right hand. I ain't gonna say D Rock, but Puffy and them didn't really look out for his kids. Man, it's, so, man they so looked out for what themselves. Am I, who am I keeping it real for? Yeah, I'm keeping it real for some people who don't care about my family. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, is you got to do what's in the best interest of yeah. of you. Yeah of you because like when you say that like the snitching thing like to me in the streets it's over i done said this multiple times since i had uh judge joe brown on the podcast but when judge joe brown said 87 percent of the cases criminal cases that he fought against or he was the judge for 87 percent of the time a person snitched yeah so, i've seen that it's but it's, it's regular but you know what See, the thing about it is we go society and I've been I've been guilty of it too, but you know, I'm trying to correct myself in the way that I think and approach things. Mm-hmm. We go off what we see on TV and what we hear in music instead of doing our own research. Mm-hmm. People don't even really know where the where the word snitch really came from. Make us knowledgeable, so, please, man. So, so the snitching the whole term of snitching came around and if you pay attention in Goodfellas, they were they were even showing you that. Mm-hmm. So the snitching turn came around when you had non-black mafia gangs that were doing crimes, and they were pinned on black people, and they'd be like, "Don't snitch, don't be a rat." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these same these same like criminal organizations will go into their community and destroy them. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you got to make it make sense. So to me, it's basically, it's like your master telling you, 
I'm going to do this, and I want you to take the fall for it, but don't tell on me. Yeah, it's you beating on me every day, so you belittling me. It, it's, it's, it's a slave mentality. It's kind of like bullying. Yeah. You, yeah, it's, it's bull. Even though you might have participated in the activities, but you're still being bullied at the end of the day. Yeah. Now, now, now if you participated in the activities, you know, like the whole thing with Gunner now, that was just, I mean, I mean, he, he on the record saying one thing, but doing another. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you were yeah. right there. You knew exactly what the consequences was when you were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm doing something with you, I'm in a car with you, whatever consequences come is what come. I knew what I was getting myself into, mm-hmm. but if it's just some, just some old regular mojo stuff, you like, Hey, I need you to take this for me. Why am I going to do that? You want me like, to I, I, like you're what? not going to take care of me? Like at the end of the day, you probably going to be with my girl, mm-hmm. treating my kids like crap, and I'm sitting here being tough with you for what? Yeah. It, it, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give an example, right? Found me and you riding, right? If I call you my partner, right? Right. I'm going to look out for your best interest while you in the call with me. Exactly. You gonna know. Everything before the situation even happens. I, I did this previously in my lifestyle too. Like when I was, yeah, doing, I had some OGs that raised me like that too. I I knew some OGs from way back in the day who would be like, "Man, you got a, you got a, you got a good, you got a good brain on your on your shoulder, dude. You can't get in the car. Yeah, you can't get in the car. You can't get involved with me. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And they're like, you you don't need to know, but just know you can't. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they gonna respect you more, and, and I respect those dudes more than anything. Now, like, now, now, the reason I said that too, I'm I'm sorry for cutting you off, is because if I'm looking out you from know. your best interest from the top, when a situation arises or whatever, I can't tell you not to look out for your best interest. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm not looking out from for your best interest from the top. How can I expect you to look out for my best interest when it's time to testify in court, <laughs> and you not look out for yours? That's that's crazy. It's, it's exactly. that shit crazy to me, fam. But man, this this a good conversation though, fam. I appreciate it <laughs> for real. It's, it's poison, man. It's a it's a it's a poisonous way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a crazy mentality, man. Tim. Tell me uh, what you got going on with the music right now, fam, before we get up off this thing, man. Man, I got a this project. Yeah. Oh, man, it's amazing. It's, it's 100% live instrument. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I try to do that. Um, it's different. So, you know, I really went blues. Like, I did my blues homework for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied some of the, the great blues legends. I watched all the movies. Like I went to, I went to where they were. Yeah. Let's just say that. Like I had to lose a piece of myself to go there, mm-hmm. but it was worth it. Cause the music is, I mean, this is easily by far one of my best projects. That, it may not be my happiest project, <laughs> but it, it's, it's good. Like you high can, quality, high quality. You can tell, you can tell where the songs were written in. Like, you can actually feel the state that they were written in. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a song called This Is Home, and I wrote that song while I was in Charlotte. Mm. And, um, like, you can feel them Charlotte blues in that. 
Like when you hit them back rows of Charlotte and you know it's nothing but like corn or whatever they growing on the side. <laughs> no street lights. <laughs> no street lights and ain't nothing but one gas station and you like, man, did I make the wrong turn? Yeah, yeah. But you know, when you down there and you meet the people who lived there for years and they give you the history of it, mm-hmm. and they give you the history of the music, it, it's it's in there. It's you can you you gonna think I went to muscle shows on this album. Tell me about writing and 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 being inspired to create music during traveling because seventy five percent of my records that I wrote on my last album on the one I just dropped, I wrote when I was in L A. I wrote when I was in D C. I wrote when I went to Florida. I wrote when I went to Myrtle Beach. Like I get inspired by travel. The best thing about traveling and writing is you don't even have to write. The scenery writes for you. The feeling, the <laughs> moment, just being in the moment. It, yeah, like I got a song, and so when I wrote the song, it was called "Breakfast in Bed" because I was in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. I was staying at the Parker Ho- uh, the Parker Resort. And that's, you know, that's the big resort. That's where, you know, Jay-Z, Kim Kardashian, matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, they were filming the Eddie Murphy movie while I was there, uh, You People. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, beautiful. I'm seeing all this and like, I mean, I'm around them and, you know, these guys got on thousand dollar shirts. I bust in there with a, with a uh, $20 Walmart shirt, my Sunday, <laughs> and yeah. I was the flyest thing in there. And it's crazy because everybody looked at me like I was a star. They were like, you doing it? And I was like, it ain't the closest to energy that I'm bringing because, you got to think about it. You know, I'm sitting here partying up with y'all and I'm rubbing shoulders with y'all. Mm-hmm. And I come from a place that you guys ain't never been. Never been. And, yeah. And you guys are here now. And my grind is just as hard as I still got that same passion that you had when you first got on. Mm-hmm. And that's why you are drawn to me because you missed that. Uh, yeah. so I'm just showing you who you are. So, uh, yeah. So like I said, the, the song was called breakfast in bed because I was, I woke up and um, I had ordered breakfast. And I mean, I'm sitting on the balcony over the pool. I mean, just palm trees. I could see the mountains and everything. And I'm sitting there eating my breakfast. So I just popped out my guitar and start, you know, playing breakfast. And and I just start writing the song. Mm -hmm. And then as time got, time went on, and I'm out there. And, you know, it was a party the whole time I was out there, basically. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, um, at night, I would think about my I would think about my kids, and I would think about my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, my son he was uh, when he was three. You know, he had to have a trach. I don't, you know, I don't know what that is. A What's a trach, fam? Like a tracheotomy, so mm-hmm. to help him breathe. Mm-hmm. So you know, he went through a lot, and he's been through a lot. And I never really talked about it, you know, on a record or anything. And when I say writing this record, even mixing it every time. There's not been one time when I play it or mix it that I don't cry mm. and I get goosebumps and I'm in tears and I have to be selective when I do even listen to the song or go back and add it or have somebody do something because everybody get emotional when we do the song. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the, the, the creation of the song mm-hmm. and it's so emotional. So I had to make sure that we are mostly strong to go there and talk about it and just feel the essence of it. And so, but I I took the beautiful moments in Palm Springs as, you know, the warmth and joy that he brings me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 
because he was my ambition to get to where I am today. So I took those and merged them together. And when I say yeah. this month, like <laughs> I could just play, the, I could play the course and you would just, I'm telling you, it will get to your bones and it will make you, it will make you get into tears. Like my 15 year old daughter, she don't get emotional about nothing. She loves NBA young boy and all that. She don't mm-hmm. get moved by nothing. And she hit some tears and she was like, daddy, I, I ain't gonna lie. That's the best song you ever wrote. Experiences is a mother, boy. Life it experiences is. is a mother. And then putting all those experiences into one, into a record is a big ball of energy. That's probably why you have that reaction to it when you hear it. Cause that's just a, that's a years and a big ball of energy that's just ready to explode. Yeah, it is, man. It's, it's, it's insane. And, you know, in the last record I tell you about, I got this song called Lady Killer. Mm-hmm. And I literally studied Michael Jackson, Billy Jean back and forth. I lived it. I went through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I allowed myself to be emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. to the ideal of, you know, a woman just being so sophisticated and that she's just a killer with just her looks. Mm-hmm. Just everything, her intelligence, and when I say this, whew, yeah, this record is—I mean, it blows it out the water. I'm but I mean, the album is, yeah, the album's insane. Like you know, I was sitting here listening to it, and I'm like, man, I got to drop something. I, I want to drop something. I can't keep being Doctor Dre over here <laughs> <laughs> holding records. Yeah, you can't hold no records. Yeah, man, that's—it's crazy. You said something that really caught my attention, man. You said that. Uh, your son is what made you ambitious. Yeah, my son. Yeah, because he had to learn how to walk three or four times again. Think about it. Like, from the age of three to nine, he's already had to learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. Learn how to rewalk, talk, and everything again multiple times. Yeah. And yeah. I remember when the doctor said, well, he probably won't do this again. Mm-hmm. He surpassed that. They said, well, he probably won't do this. He surpassed that. And, like, he just don't stop. Like the boy is just—he's very intelligent. He's smart. He's driven, mm-hmm. and I see that, and I'm like, "There's no way I can complain or be a failure." Like, like Ex- experiences, you, and, yeah. He motivates and experiences and the people who you love—they it, 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 become the reason for your success. Like, yeah. It, you you touching me right now because on on the I don't want to I don't know why I, I, I'm going back to myself when I say this but I'm not trying to do it in an egotistical way I'm just trying to do it from a learning experience way because I learned from you just now by you saying your son is what made you ambitious and if you go listen to the album I just dropped called Blessings I got a song called Ambitious on there. And the yeah, that whole album is ambitious, man. The person who spoke before the album, seeing their life, I mean, that spoke before that song, seeing their life and them raising me and being my mother or whatever. She spoke before the song Ambitious. She is the reason why I became ambitious because I wanted more for me and more for her and more and just a better life. And just, uh, I wanted to see her succeeded everything she do and it made me ambitious to go get it and i and and i heard that same statement with what you just said and it just inspired me more fam that's all i had to say yeah and it's the one thing it's the one thing no man can take away from you Mm -hmm. it's the one thing that nobody can control but you 
Mm-hmm. And it, it, you 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 got to face your demons, and it. it's it's a hard thing to be ambitious because you, I tell you what, I, I'll give you a quick story. So in the process of that, I listen to a lot of Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of documentaries, mm-hmm. and the one that he dropped on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you watch it, he's like sitting there rapping to the A and R. They just doing work and not paying him attention. But if you go back to listen to um, what was that when he said they say that I'm arrogant, but I use my arrogance to drive my self esteem, mm-hmm. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. You have to be so arrogant to the point that even the closest your closest cheerleader, if they told you you couldn't do it, and all your motivation was dependent was I ain't gonna say always dependent, but heavily dependent on them mm-hmm. that you still do the task at hand, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's that's you you have to be that that takes arrogance. So you know a lot of people don't like Kanye or whatever, but I think the man's a genius. And like I, I think arrogance isn't a bad thing. Arrogance at, at, not. At, sometimes is like we get caught up in these words, and we got to look at how the arrogance is being used, the ego is being used. It's cer- Certain times, some of these things are needed. We can't just completely remove everything. You know what I mean? Because it's, somebody is uncomfortable with it at the moment. Mm. Yeah, like arrogance. So the biggest thing I noticed since COVID is a lot of people have been facing like anxiety and depression. It's at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe me, you can go on your phone now and you can download an app to where they're like, oh, well, it's, it's artificial intelligence, but they're acting as a therapist to help you cope through it because it's big business now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and so my thing is the only thing that can really push you through depression or anxiety, because the world is the world is, is weird now. It's, it's ever-changing, so and now. it's changing fast, super right. yeah. It, and that's that's the thing. Humans can't keep up with it because we're humans. Like we were, we were born to appreciate the process of things. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you go from a child to a teenager to an adult, mm-hmm. and when society and technology is going from a baby to an adult, you're like, wait a minute, this I don't understand this process because yeah. you've never seen it before. Yeah, this so, is new. Yeah, so you gotta have that arrogance to keep you from getting paralyzed by, you know, anxiety and depression that will come around and attack you. Because if you Cause allow, if, if you allow the, the change of the process to affect you, you would think what you're doing is wrong. When in all reality, what you're doing <laughs> is what you're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is checking all of the checks and balances and the new process don't have checks and balances. It's, mm. it, it's, Put it together. Put it to the market. There's yeah. no, there's no, nothing in the middle to yeah. say, "Hey, is this quality? Does this work right?" Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it's spooky, man. Everything is is just one or the other. There's no in between no more. Ain't no such thing as middle class no more. You either rich or you poor. You either <laughs> ugly or you. I got cute. a question either... for you, man. Talk to me, fam. <laughs> I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, so you know I'm a big technology guy. Mm-hmm. So you do know they're they're about to replace all the big name rappers with AI technology. Oh How do you God. feel about that? Oh my God, that's that's one of the topics of discussion. That I'm I was, telling you. So what? 
I'm telling you, people need to pay attention to it. And this is literally what I was telling you, the app that I'm creating behind it is. Because the artist is going to have to figure out how to get paid from this AI intelligence now. Because I was going to have to pay you for his likeness. So it's going to go back to the whole streaming thing again. I'm telling you, people people are going to miss it. They're going to miss it. And they're not going to pay attention. And somebody has to be the middle ground, kind of like Apple was to say, hey, Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to let Napster and all these people rip the artists off. We'll let the consumers have the music at a low rate of 99 cents. Because okay. you remember, we used to buy albums for 10 cents. So it, music is going to always change. It's, it, it happened with vinyls. To it happened tapes, with CDs, to, downloads. And yeah. it's about to change again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so while you don't even have to do the work, we can just get your voice and and the song is yeah, have you not seen that yet? they got great let, records let me, let, me, let, me, let, let me do something right quick I don't know if Go you ahead. can hear this but if you can this was a topic of discussion I gotta keep you on the pile for a minute this was a topic of okay. discussion this is Drake of uh, the artificial intelligence singing the song Munch that nigga a munch, nigga either he ate it for lunch. Fish on my body, I get what I want like. You thought I was feeling you, now I'm feeling you. That nigga a munch, nigga either he ate it for lunch. Fish on my body, I get what I want like. Get what I was saying, bad, let's keep it a beam. Don't it be mad, I be on the scene. I too fat, can't fit in a jean. Use my stitch, but it's not with a scene. Hand off that buddy, I'm keeping it clean. Fucking with niggas, that's still not being. Son, love me, but what do you mean? Hitting that's fucking me like that I'm mean. Better switch out, you shitting me. Doing if you ain't a body, can't sit with me. So I swear to God. What's, could you hear that fam first of all? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's crazy about I, that to me is that you, you got the person's lyrics. You, he had whatever the girl name is, Ice Spice lyrics, and then you got access to Drake's vocals, his his vocal yeah. tone, and you can put it together with artificial intelligence. Inform us on that, fam. Yeah. So have you the the one you should really play is the one where they took Drake's. So I don't know if, if you remember with the new technology too, Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. Literally, you can just you can type in two words. Say, "Hey, I want you to write me." I, I did it the other day. I said, "Write me a love song," mm-hmm. and I mean, this thing wrote me a fire song. <laughs> and I was like, "Dang!" And so, what's happening now? They're using Chat GPT to say, "Hey, write a song that sounds like something Drake would say." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece of the AI, it has recognition of Drake's voice, and then they say, "Hey." Make a Metro beat, and it makes a beat like Metro Boomin. Oh my! And then God. it puts it on her, and I mean, you cannot tell the difference. Like I was listening to it, and I was like, "Dang, Drake snapping on this one." Yeah. And so when I went through and I, I finished reading, like you know, the credits and all that, and it was like, "This is done by this AI service," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's over! It's over! It's over!" Yeah. Like, I just watched a 60-minute documentary, man. It's crazy. So, like, Microsoft has an AI intelligence uh, system that they built, mm-hmm. and this thing fixed itself. And it learned so many different languages that Microsoft didn't even teach it, didn't even ask it to learn. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Oh, it's scary. I'm scared. I don't have kids found. I'm going to send you that interview, and you, I'm telling you, it's going to shock you. Send it to me, fam. I highly appreciate it. I, I don't have kids, fam, and I'm scared to have one right now because I see a lot. I see so much yeah. that's changing, and I see it rapid. It's it's changing so fast that we ain't going to be able to keep up, man. It's, it's impossible as humans, man. Hey, Mike, I'm going to save all conversations. These conversations, me and you have, be so dope. 
I'm gonna save it for another episode, fam. We're gonna have to link up and and do another full oh, yeah. episode, or I'm gonna have to have you call in or something again or something because I highly appreciate our conversations, my brother. Man, let's just after this, let's just set up a date, man. I want to come. I want to get in. I want to get in that lounge, man. Oh, you, you, <laughs> I'm gonna look fire. You're welcomed anytime, fam. We go when I get out the pod. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, give you a call, fam, and we're gonna set up a date and make it happen, my brother. Bad. Yes, sir. Let's do it. You have a good one, brother. You too, fam. That was my boy, Mike, man. Mike McBath, man. <sighs> you hear the game he be giving on that thing? Hold up, hold up, hold up. What I do? One more time. Salute, big dog, man. I highly appreciate your conversation. I'm looking forward to the album. And thank you for your perspective on the T.I. and Bootsy conversation because that stuff is, is we living in different times and time is moving at a rapid pace. But I got to get into something before I get up off this thing, man. I got about another 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Got dust flying in the air. Uh, another 15, 20 minutes of conversation with y'all. But I want to go to podcast wars. I want to go to hip-hop artists creating pods now. I'm a hip-hop artist that chose to use my voice and create podcasts and highlight my brothers and my people and talk about the trending topics and the culture that we live in or whatever and just to educate and to learn from y'all also, man. If y'all get in the comment section and tell me some things that y'all want to hear or talk about, just talk to me about it, man. But we have a lot of rappers doing pods now. Cameron and Mace, they got their show. It is what it is where they talk about sports. Trick Daddy has his cooking show. Uh, Noriega got Drink Champs, Joe Budden podcast. Battle rappers like Math Hoffa has his own show. Um, My Expert Opinion. Uh, Who else has shows? LL Cool J has his own network Serious network It's a plethora of people That have shows But People be shooting shots And throwing shots at each other Like talking bad about each other Man this ain't This ain't the place to do it But when Why in our culture And black culture No matter if it's sports We had to do Last week talk about LeBron was old And them Lakers just put them boys In a casket uh, yesterday they beat Memphis to death And I was rooting for Memphis But in our culture we always Disrespect each other it, uh, All cultures do this but We disrespect each other no matter if it's sports No matter if it's hip hop Now podcasting is It's fairly new It ain't a decade old Or it is just barely a decade or past a decade old And now we have People dissing each other In this format it's, it's just weird When Leo called me the other day he, he kept enforcing to me The transition is everything There's not been a lot of people to do this You know who's the only person who's been able to do this Other than me, you And a couple of other It's LL LL, Ice-T Ice-T, Will Smith I'll always say Ice-T First rapper yes. with a podcast yeah, Yes, yeah. No Will Smith yeah. By yeah. default But yeah, this shit is tough this shit, is nah, this shit is not easy Everyone just get up Shit Leo or transition <laughs> Listen They go get a computer 
They get two cameras And they get a white guy No offense to anybody right here It's alright I got white people with me too <laughs> They get a white guy And they just think Say a couple of funny stories And it's gonna work Nah yeah. And then they come out For three weeks <laughs> No they do six episodes When the six episodes Don't work They start to rethink it And you know what happens Give up They come out With another show And then that's trash mm-hmm. And then they start cooking and then they they do a they do a, a shopping show. They mm. they trying anything. Chill out, bro. Listen, no, just, they, they sell listen, man. Listen, chill out. They look then at they, hum- then they got a clothing listen, show. Man, I'm humble on my show, not to be humble on this show. Yeah, don't come here to be humble. Yeah, you got, you, you, got your, humble. you got your leather. Y'all on. looking horrible <laughs> out here. <laughs> Some of y'all, and I'm stopping lending money too. <laughs> you lending niggas money? No. You know, we get the the word success. Uh, we misinterpret the word success sometimes because success to you could be different than success to me. Like. It's people be like Trev doing podcasts. He ain't getting no numbers. He get a thousand, five hundred, a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand views an episode. That's not successful. He ain't doing nothing to you. But to me, I'm educating one person that's listening to this. Uh I'm doing my work I'm being of, of service to others Y'all heard me say that multiple times I'm being of service to others Even if it costs me money That's what I'm here for He's saying that The people's creation and content Is trash Is hate And it's not objective hating It's player hating I got that perspective from my boy Star Objective and player hating But uh Nori and Joe They wrong in that aspect But they threw that out there To see who would catch the bait They threw that out there You know They about content Saying things that's appealing to people To get people to respond And there was an individual who responded And I'm gonna read what he had to say Noriega told you I couldn't trust you Laugh out loud I'm just fucking with you But what other rapper from the 90's Got the sports and cooking show you know you my nigga for life, but your man hold buttons through you under the bus on the next episode. Said he didn't know who you was talking about. I don't give a fuck how his numbers is. Stay away from that crackhead. Whew. That was Cameron I'm speaking of. If you're listening to the audio version and you're not over here on YouTube at TrevorJacksonT.V. looking at the, the visual. Or if you're on Spotify, man, the visual is on Spotify also now. But uh, he called him whole buttons and he called him a crackhead. But I, they didn't specifically say Cameron is doing unsuccessful. Cameron's show is, is doing pretty good to me. It's hilarious. But throwing shots is like at people is hating. Cameron been successful for a long, long time musically. And 
just being an entertaining individual. Coming over here and transitioning into podcasts, it's going to take time. Like I'm celebrating today. I'm having my cigar, my wine, and I'm chilling with wifey. My third year of doing podcasts, and then I fully have transitioned to where I'm actually good at this. I can get on a microphone and talk to myself for an hour. Easy. Without callers. Without another host. Just the topic of discussion. And their perspective on success is bullshit. But Cameron just went and he went and followed up with the negative energy that they had by calling him a crackhead and calling him whole buttons. And Joe had something to say. Now that nigga know he too sensitive to do this with me. Chill before I feel like playing back. And you start making calls again. Focus on your suits and pink sets. That crackhead lapped you long time ago, dog. Hit him with the DJ. One of them DJs up, up top bombs. What do you mean by lapped him? Because he is very successful in his commentary state and his career. He's Joe is successful. I can't cap. He's successful. But I want to wrap this whole podcast up by talking about identifying your demons. I was going to get in the Don Lemon conversation, but I'm not going to do that. That's not my field of expertise. And it's old already. It ain't even of my interest, really. I just wanted to touch basis on it. But I'm going to wrap this up by saying identify your demons, man, and don't embrace your demons. Because at the end of the day, you'll be a fool to contribute to the negativity that someone else started by engaging in it. Nori said what he said Joe said what he said Then Cameron gonna follow up With the bullshit I hope these brothers In this turmoil successfully May do a show together But I just wish it don't nothing happen Negatively With these brothers Now to wrap the podcast up I'm gonna do a book review the book review is important because I, I normally don't do these. I did this at the end of the podcast for a reason. Because if you stay this long, you appreciate the episode. You appreciate the content that I'm creating. And thank you again, Mike, for the call in to the show. But everybody who stayed, I'm about to drop a gem on y'all. I just finished this book up. It's called Outlive. The perspective on outlive is not what you think the title is basically saying. Outlive. Outlive what, Trev? I'm going to tell you his perspective of what the book is about. And then I'm going to tell you what I got from the book. My focus as a physician is on longevity. The problem is that I kind of hate the word longevity. It has been hopelessly tainted by a centuries-long parade of quacks and charlatans who have claimed to possess the secret elixir to a longer life. I don't want to be associated with those people, and I'm not arrogant enough to think that I myself have some sort of easy answer to this problem, which has puzzled humankind for millennia. 
If longevity were simple, then there might not be a need for this book. I'll start with what longevity isn't. Longevity does not mean living forever, or even to age 120 or 150, which some self-proclaimed experts are now routinely promising to their followers. Barring some major breakthrough that, somehow, some way, reverses two billion years of evolutionary history and frees us from time's arrow, everyone and everything that is alive today will inevitably die. What I got from this book, it was important for me to share this with y'all. It's like longevity. We're all going to die one day. But if we don't get control of our health, our physical health, our mental health, our financial health, our spiritual health, who... Who wants to live from 55 to 80 in pain and decreasing and knowing there's nothing you can do about it? I don't. I don't. I don't want to get older and I can't carry the groceries in the house, throw the trash out, pick up my wife, work on my car. Do nothing. Uh, you got to keep the blood flowing. You got to keep your cardiovascular health intact. You don't want to outlive. And the book is not about competing with somebody I care about or I love. It's not. I'm not trying to outlive you. I'm not trying to live till I'm 95. I'm trying to outlive pain, stress. As I get older, I realize there's certain things that's happening in my life that I can't control. Unless I get control of them now. My eating habits. My activity habits. If you work a stay at home job. Or or you just being still man. You need to get up. When you get off work. The first thing you need to do is go work out. Or before you go to work. You need to work out. You got to keep that blood flowing man. It's it's mandatory. Nobody wants. that, That book was so powerful to me. Like when I got to the meat of it. Of him seeing so many people die on a daily basis. Being a doctor. Nobody wants to live from 55 to 80 or from 60 to 90 in uncontrollable pain because they didn't take care of themselves when they was young. Get up, get active, man. Get you a guy in the water and get to it. And I'm talking to y'all while I got a cigar. (laughs) But on a daily basis, I take care of myself, man. I'm highly aware. I need to put these down, though. To be honest with y'all, one day y'all gonna see me on this podcast. I ain't gonna never have these again. But you know what? I ain't tripping. Today is a celebratory time. I'm celebrating, celebrating life. I'm celebrating three years of podcasting. I appreciate y'all, man, for tuning into the show. We're gonna leave up at this thing with Miguel, another song of the week. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money. And I'm out. Chip. <laughs>